I will all right and a happy Thursday to everyone out there. How are you guys doing? Good. What's up, man? Fantastic. Fantastic. Nick, you're connected? I'm your connection I'm is connected. stable. I don't have forty six okay. backups like I usually do, but <laughs> <laughs> we've got we at least have one audio signal being recorded right now, so let's just roll our with pro- this. Our audio prophylactic supply is running low at the moment, but... Uh, As is my disk space, probably. I'm not sure. <laughs> that's really just hmm. a mental disconnect more than a, probably a real issue. So we're going to we're gonna soldier on. You know? It's a little harsh, but let's okay. Do it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back, guys, and welcome to episode 43043 of You Should Check It Out. My name is Jay. I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. Greg, you sound sad. What's um, going on? You wanna, you not wanna... sad, just a little. You good? Uh, yeah, yeah. The timing was a little off on that one, and it, I was like, "You want, uh, you want to try it again?" Yeah, let's try it again. Okay. We'll do it in six this time. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> Welcome to you should check it out. It's episode forty-three, and my name is Jay, and my name is Nick, and I'm Greg. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> No matter what, no matter what, there's a there is a a pregnant pause before Greg goes ahead and and, and Mm. says, "I love it." A pregnant pause, (laughs) a pp, a a pp. That's right. P squared. That's right. Well, we got a we got a huge episode. We're we're back. Uh, We had a great episode last week meeting with the guys from Rocking in the Suburbs. I think we're going to do a normal. It it really was. I had a great great. time, and the response has been so cool. Like got to do the Hootenanny with them that that Friday. Played an original song. Yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Seemed to be fairly well received. Excellent. Um, it was I'm a good sure time. So yeah, thank you to everyone for tuning in and uh, and checking us out. Um, I might try to hop in week- there uh, this this week's uh, Hootenanny. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, you should, man. It's 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 a scene. It's, it's, a, it's scene. a scene. It's a Zoom scene. <laughs> it is, man. We and you just got random people coming in, and I just really want you guys to meet this guy, EPJ Echo Park Jimmy. Okay. Ooh. He's just this uh, random listener who. I'm not even going to try to explain him. He's just, he's, he's a phenomenon. His name is Echo Park Jimmy and, and that's you'll from know LA. Isn't that in LA? Isn't Echo yeah, Park yeah. in LA? Do, do you know if he lives in Echo Park or is it just? I believe so. I believe oh, so. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll visit him personally <laughs> or maybe I won't depending on. Um... <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. let you be the judge of that. Yeah, Greg. Don't, don't, don't tell him where, don't tell him where I live. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no chance he's going to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but Hey man, we're, 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 in, we're interested. We're intrigued. Absolutely. 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 Yeah, We've got Jimmy, a man. lot of really good response, including a member, I, I think, of a member of the Sleepy Labeef family. Yes, I saw us it. on Instagram. Is that is that right, Greg? Yeah, um, there was uh, a post that the uh, Rock in the Suburbs guys put up and uh, some clarifications by someone with the last name shared by Sleepy Labeef. It's actually yeah. like Sleepy Labeef, right? It's like Apparently, B-E-F-F. yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think I think beef. we might have been a little too a little too uh, liberal with the beef there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> well, I, I don't know about you guys. It's hard I, not to. Yeah, I, I haven't know. brushed up on my uh, sleepy le beef history lately. So I, if we uh, if we offended anyone or if we we st- overstepped our boundaries, we certainly do I'm apologize. Pretty so it was sure just, Jim, it, and, Jim and Patrick had that listed as a prerequisite, Jay. So I'm kind of yeah. you should have you should have read up. I, my bad, my bad. But those clarifications again. on uh, Instagram were very. They were awesome. very polite, and you know, it wasn't it was like, great. "Oh, you got it, the, yeah. you got it all wrong." It was just like, "Oh, let's like, 
you know, it's, if anything, like, let's keep the conversation going. So And some really cool stories about uh, him meeting Elvis and Elvis borrowing his guitar and stuff. Was exactly. Really that was all over. So place. big show for us today. I believe, big, uh, Nick, big. you're going to get a, a huge, huge, huge show. Uh, huge. <laughs> lots of cool topics. All right. Current events. Current event type believe of things. Believe it or not. Um, AM radio, huh? We're back, <laughs> no, baby. No. That's right. And uh, Nick, I believe you're going to kick us off I am. Uh, music-wise. Let's start with some music. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I was in the car, oh, I think it was like two Sundays ago. We went for a hike. First time we'd kind of gotten out of the house, really. Oh, sweet. And riding back and had um, had uh, Sirius Radio on, which I barely ever listen to anymore. And I caught this, hey, Bird Clock. I caught this. Bird um, Clock. Thank you, Bird Clock. I caught this track by um, this artist, Jenny Beth, called Heroin, that I wanted to play. I, okay. I really like it, so let's, let's give that a listen. Cool. I've played this song now for I think sent this to like eight or nine people. No uh-huh. dice. No dice. Everybody's like, huh. Really? Huh. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It has like cool, a man. Florence in the Machine meets Radiohead vibe to it or something. Like I just it just jumped out. It I I, re- I really like it. I'm actually really excited for their album. Uh, for her album rather. Well, it yeah, reminds me a- of uh, it reminds me of Black Star a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. Wow. Actually Good that's pull. much better. Well, that Maybe sounds well. awesome, man. That really sounds cool. Yeah, I like it. I dig it. And the, the drum work on that is pretty sick. I imagine that, that's what that's what caught my ear initially. Yeah. yeah. And the horns. And the whole like the timbre of the horns were like I really like the way they sit in the mix. Mm. But anyway, that is not why I'm here today. That's right. Mm. As a drummer, you're you're here to talk to us about musical IQ. <laughs> I <laughs> thanks for thanks for ruining that one. Um no, uh, no I found this uh I found this link me wrong. on on Hacker News uh, about a week ago and it was a Tone deaf quiz, and it was this thing that Harvard. Um, it's I called Music know. Lab, but it's uh, set up by people from Harvard. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it was uh, an attempt to help determine how close to perfect pitch and or tone deaf you were. Um, right. So I sent that out, thinking like, "Hey, we've been talking about ideas around you know pitch and stuff like that. Like maybe this yeah. would be fun." And sent that out and, and uh, sent my score. Greg took it. And then JU, about, I don't know, half an hour later, sent a completely different test result, <laughs> having nothing to do with the Probably one that I sent. Probably because I was too embarrassed of my pitch score. 
oh, <laughs> to send okay. you that that one. Gotcha. No, I did. I did. I did all right on that one. I'm above average on on all of them, but I wasn't particularly proud of my of that particular one. So no, I, I found the the IQ test, and I you know I'm a vain vain person. What can I say? So I like uh, I like taking online IQ tests. So yeah. that was that was the one that I clicked on. And I. I found it thoroughly enjoyable, and I know we're going to get into some issues with the methodology. But it was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed yeah. that. The, there was basically three parts to it, and we'll put this in the the show notes. But it's themusiclab.org slash quizzes slash miq. You have three different sections. One is to test your ability to keep time uh, or determine whether something is on beat. On um, beat. A, a second test of the three is how well you can tell whether something is in pitch or in tune. Um, and and the third is melodic recall. Would that be the best? Yeah. And that one I specifically really enjoyed, not because it was easy, but because it was, it just made me think and listen in a different way that I just found it was kind of like having to go back to, uh, our music classes in, at, at, uh, Maryland, you know what I mean? Where where you're having to like, you're having to find those (laughs) notes and man, I just, and, and actually it was more intervals because they would change the pitch each time. So, so I thought. This seems like a fun topic. Let's do this. Let's talk about this Absolutely. And, and, and get Greg, some feedback. What was what was your take on the quiz overall? Um, I enjoyed it. I thought it was um a good metric for, you know, for people who are trying to discover, you know, more about music and really find out what their uh, what their ear can do um and what their brain can do, you know, mm-hmm. as they listen to something, how much of it are they internalizing and but uh, yeah, I would say that the methodology is a little bit uh, vague, you know, and it's yeah. it's all it's all based on a lot of different Western rules of music. Yeah. Scale. Yeah. That are, you, yeah. you know, so in the sense that when they're testing your pitch, it's based on like a 12 tone, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. ideology yeah. that mm-hmm. we as, you know, a Western society have not just embraced, but really like you know, that is music now, yeah, yeah, internalized, absolutely. et cetera. And so, you know, there are obviously many more ways of looking at music than that. And you could be an expert in those ways and completely fail this test. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. So, so essentially, you know, putting that out there, Nick, you could also be yours. really bad at just taking standardized tests and completely fail this absolutely. test. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> that could be true. Yeah. That's a, but that's, it is, it, that's it's also, it's also, uh, they're also just 50, 50. All of the questions were 50, 50. That is true. Yeah, that's right. You know? There's no multiple Except for the choice, melodic so. one, right? That's true. Right, those so were, the, those were one out of three. <clears throat> yeah. So maybe should we just explain like the three different sections and yeah. just get like feedback on like what we thought about those? Like the first sure. one I thought was the weirdest one. Well, it's me. different. I think it, because a friend of mine took it and it started off on a different, which one, what are you talking about specifically? Measuring your pitch recognition. And what okay. the way that they do that was something I've never ex- really experienced before. They played the same piece of music, a, a clip of a piece of usually pretty poppy music. They had a couple jazz tunes in there too, with a vocal melody over top mm-hmm. of it. And in one of the two examples, it was auto-tuned and pitched out of key with the rest of the backing group. Mm-hmm. So, and your your objective was to pick which of the two was more in tune yeah. with the rest mm-hmm. of the, the instruments. Mm-hmm. But man, you know, the examples they used was, were tough. And it was tricky too, because all of the vocals, if you have an ear for this kind of thing, you could tell that they were being pitched and they were being auto-tuned. 
Mm-hmm. So me and my kind of editor producer brain starts thinking like listening for that instead of the yes, pitch information instead of the pitch information. Yeah, because I think that's going to be like my cheat to win this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that that ended up tricking me a couple of times. We also um, you, you, you don't get to hear the first one again. So it's, no. it's, it's right. It, that, right. That's one thing that made it a little bit tougher for me is like, you know, because you, your palate gets cleansed. Yes. You know, right. so it's like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough to sort of recall. So, you know, after a while, you're thinking like, OK, this like if this were to be the out of tune one, it would be f- on the flat side. So when the next one comes, I'm going to think to myself, like, is that you know what I mean? Like and, and then right. kind of compare it, compare it that way. Um, I, I didn't I didn't I, get I honestly, them all right. But I think that was the one I did least well on. But yeah. I, I actually just I didn't I just waited to feel like one or the other had something wrong about it um, yeah. because I, I know myself to know that if I overthink this, I'm, do, I'm done. Like yeah. I, can, I can talk myself into either in any For circumstance, sure. like the sure. way they swayed into that note technically got them to the, yeah, is that technically less in pitch than the, all that kind of crap? Those kinds of conversations I would have inside my own head. I kind of had to just shut that out and just. Right. And they, they I think that they really kind of effed with that. Because there were some, there were definitely some musical selections that were well, and didn't have a lot of harmonic exactly. content to them. Yeah, and they, you know, the, maybe the singer was singing slightly pitchy in the original track. It kind of sounded like, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. th- that was the that was the of the three tests, the one that I had the most issue, quote unquote, with. I did, I liked the test overall, but that one it just seemed like because you could hear the kind of the, t- the technical artifacts from it, it distracted. Yeah. from the the pure test of it to me right what was your what was your second one greg that you had was your first one the tone the, the in tune one the order was is different every Arbitrary, time you yeah, take yeah. it uh, so i can't remember which one was first but i do remember taking that one i actually think mm-hmm. that was last for me yeah it, it, i think that maybe the test would have been a little bit cooler if they got the singer to do two different takes and didn't use any auto-tune but yeah, I, what they're trying to do is get like so incrementally close to the, you know, what I mean, to there's a right one and then there's yeah. one that's a, just a little bit off. And it's and, the intervals I mean, that they're measure, measuring the difference between. What about the beat one? Uh, the beat one was the one I did the worst on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that one that was, was tricky. That stupid tone. Yeah. How about you, they Nick? Use tones. I, I, yeah, I got one wrong. Right? I got one wrong on that. Well, um, that's pretty yeah. good. That's yeah, that's pretty really damn good. good. I think but, I got um, three wrong on that one the, because three, on one of them, I know that I was counting the off beats like it, it well, played the off beats and I didn't catch it and it was like a swing tune. So I like I gravitated towards that and it sounded mm-hmm. more natural to me. But, uh, you know, in the uh, video that we watched, this, this guy, Adam Neely, who did sort of a review of these uh, of these musical IQ tests. He's got an amazing ear and makes yeah. really cool v- videos um, mm-hmm. about music theory and all kinds of nerdy stuff, but he, um, he get, he went in and, uh, did a review of these quizzes. And one of the things that kind of irked him was how they put the beats on one and three for that swing tune. Yeah. You know, and he's like, one you and three, come on, man. <laughs> there um, might've been well, different it's in ones. His video. It's in the video. He put, you know, yeah. You can, but I definitely didn't recall, examples. like, I didn't recall. I, I almost wonder if they amended that because I don't remember. I remember the swing tune, but I remember everyone having it on all four beats. 
So I wonder if they actually like made a modification to that one for that. Yeah, it was tricky. And I and I wonder if the if the whole that was part of Adam Neely's criticism of it. And I didn't really register at the time, but in retrospect, that's a good excuse for why I didn't do quite there so well. <laughs> sure. mm-hmm. Uh is that, you know, they're instead of using like a click, what you're yes. what you're supposed to do is pick between two, which one is the click track more in quote unquote beat with the original track. And if they would have just used a click track, I feel like it would have been more discernible. And right. and Adam Neely made the really good point that like on a click track, it's it, the duration of the click yes. is actually pretty important. In either yeah. case, you it's know? critical. And the tone where it stops is what matters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and the right. transient, you know, the, right? Right, the trans- right, yeah. exactly. So I know when I went into that test, I didn't know what to expect. And when I heard tones there, it was, it was a little off-putting, especially yeah. for the first couple. But I did, right. I actually... T- that was actually my best section was the beat section. Was it? Nice. Yeah. And the melodic melodic memory one. Whew, man, that, oh, I, I love yeah. that. There's like steam coming out of my ears on that one. <laughs> it was tough. I love that one. I, yeah. I, I don't know. So they, they, play, they play three three different melodies in different keys, but two of them are the same. The, immediately, the challenging thing is that as soon as you hear the first one and the second one is different, then you're like, ah, crap. Third one, you gotta, you gotta recall which, you gotta, you gotta remember that first, first one. one. Yeah. I loved that one so much. It just, it just, like I said, it took me back to like college days taking music courses, and it was just a different way of the my brain like having to listen. And I, I don't know, I thoroughly enjoyed it. That was the best yeah, one for, for me. For absolutely, for anyone who's never taken a music uh, ear training class at, a, you know, for higher education, if you've never been enrolled in a music program, <laughs> this was the, this is the experience. And, th- you know, Nick and I, and, and I, we went to this school in Baltimore for, for recording technology, you know, cause we realized early on, we're not good enough at our instruments to <laughs> cut Quite it as, so. a, a, as a musician. And we Quite always so. kind of gra- gravitated towards the technical aspects of it. Anyway, you know, we wanted to, to record our own music and edit uh-huh. it, but in order to get a music degree, you had to take the same piano and ear training classes that mm-hmm. everyone else took. So that took the form of ear training was like seven o'clock in the morning. Hilarity ensued. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Go and God. sit in this small little classroom. And <laughs> while a teacher, bless her heart, <laughs> God. So... Uh, would play intervals and you would have to determine what those intervals were. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, I wish I could care more about that now. Like I would care more about that now Absolutely. as a, as an yeah. adult. But you know, twenty year old me over six hundred like, yeah. or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and for and but and just so, so anyone anyone out there who who maybe doesn't know what an interval is, it's, it's like a pair of notes, and then you sort of guess, or you guess, or you figure out how far away those notes are. So right. the, the, right. the distance the distance between two notes, if you can imagine. So usually right. they'll they'll play either ascending intervals or descending and descending uh, intervals were the ones that always got me man i could not mm, do that to save my life still can't yeah. well the, what, one of the biggest tricks you know because i do ear training with some of my students is uh just having a reference list you know of uh, so mm-hmm. for each interval you have a certain melody and it doesn't have to be a melody that yeah um it doesn't have to be the same one that i use you know, but for for like for instance, for a fifth, I use Star Wars. Dun, dun, you know, right? Da, yeah, da, 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 yeah. So that's a, yep. my fifth. You know, and mm-hmm. there's some other famous ones like "Here Comes the Bride" is a fourth. Da, 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 you know, so what yeah. once you, yeah, it might seem kind of silly at first, but once you internalize all these things, you can actually map out melodies right. in scale degrees, and then once you're learning 
melodies you get that, that root way. Note, you can sing. You can sing whatever yeah. you're known. Yeah. But, you're, but once you're thinking of it in scale degrees, then it doesn't matter what key you're in. So mm-hmm. you know that's that's what I took away from that, and I was like, oh, this is way more powerful than like memorizing A flat, E flat. You know, right. if I'm just thinking of it, one, four, three, flat six, whatever it is, you know, then yep. I've got a sequence, and then you start thinking of it. Yeah, I don't know. You can take it from there. You can go. You can go even further. You know. So I had a buddy in uh, D.C. who was, and Jay, I used to talk to you about him quite a, quite a lot. His name is John Lee. And this guy oh, yeah. had an ear that was just unbelievable. Yeah. He actually placed out of all the ear training classes at New School, which was uh, like one of the cool. top jazz schools in Manhattan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And so he got there. He didn't even have to take any of them. And one night, one night we were drinking a little bit and he, pull up, he, pulled, up his, he pulled up his ear training game, which was uh-huh. really advanced. And we would, <laughs> he'd be like, here, here, let me, let me show you how I do this. And it would there was one level that he pulled up where it would play 10 random notes just one time. And then you'd have to just like go on the staff and just click. You get one click for each note and he could do it, man. Like 10 out of 10. I was just like, how the, how the F do you do that? You know? And and really it's like, because he's just, he's mapped out. Yeah. You know? So then he, he maps it out and then he memorizes, you know, 10 different steps and then he clicks it. And he worked up to it. It's not like he was yeah. born. Sure, he, sure. He's, he's like, I swear I don't have perfect pitch. It's not, it's not like that. He just has sure. re- worked his relative pitch like scientifically, you know, yeah, to the yeah. point where now he can just do that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I, it's, it's an amazing skill and it's, it's so helpful. And it's, I, I'm totally convinced it's a skill that can be learned. It's just one of those things that I just, you know, when I was 19, 20, I had no interest in that. I thought I, I thought I was above that, man. It was all about the groove. You know, I didn't need to know this mm-hmm. notes and intervals junk. Except even at the time, we, honest to goodness, I remember having a conversation where it went, we're just saying this because we're not good at this. And you were like, <laughs> yeah. yep, yep. I was like, all right, cool. Yep. As long as we're on the same page, onward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how'd you guys do? Do you want to share? No? Hmm? Uh, who wants? To, well, I'll go first because, hey, I got the same score as Adam Neely, and I respect the heck out of Adam Neely, and I know yeah, that man. he's got a way better ear than I do, and he's a way better musician than I am. So I think that to me, my one eighteen score, which I, I I will take that, and I will I will be Definitely, happy, man. With that. You get yeah, you totally. did better than me, man. I got one fourteen. Oh, shut up! Really? Yeah, yeah, I did. Wow, I got one. I All got right. one fourteen. You had a full, that, you put test, a full but, day in, though, didn't you? <laughs> but the test, the I test did, is all messed. All the I test did, is all it. messed up. You know, yeah, it's like, it turns I, out the I worse honestly, you do, the better your ear is. Is that it? <laughs> is that how it is? Yeah. That makes sense because I got, I got a one twenty five. Yeah. Oh, Are really? you serious? There you I go, am. man. Yeah. Nick Clyde, winner, <laughs> <laughs> first and only time, guys. I promise. <laughs> awesome. Well, that music school really paid off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Lisa Chella represent. Yeah, that's right. Lisa Chella, good recall. Jeez, what up? Wow. What up? Awesome. She did not there love us. Okay. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Damn. So that's that's my thing. That's my segment, guys. Nice, man. That's awesome, man. Thank you. I did, however, get the 31 out of 32 on the tone deafness test. You killed us on the tone yes. deaf. It was a completely it. different quiz. And, th- and all that quiz was, was it just played a tone. It went bump, 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 or bump, bump, bump. And you had to determine whether the third pitch was up or down. 
and seems simple, right? But I was the same as you, Nick. I was good up to about 132nd, and I was really accurate with that. Mm. 164th, it was just this side of guessing. Yeah. 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 Just just an inkling. Yep. But Greg, on that one, what'd you get, like a 99.9? Yeah, I missed one of them. It's because yeah. my butt, my finger slipped. No, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding. I did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, I did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Oh, test broken again. All right, Mozart. <laughs> what you got about it for us, <laughs> Oh man. Well, uh, you know this is this is a topic that you know we've talked about exploring for a little while. Uh, you know, we're all kids of the '80s and '90s, See? and uh, we grew up with uh, various video game consoles mm-hmm. and you know it experiences yep. computer games yes but yes all those games you know they, they had music with them and some of these games had music that was absolutely exceptional mm-hmm. and game and honestly games that would that maybe think about music composition and what why do i like this you know and What's happening here, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I thought we'd explore some classic video game soundtracks today. Excellent. In Excellent. A, in a yeah, bit like I that I want to call. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll, he'll hear this song. I mean, it's, he it's is early so Thursday excited. morning. I told him before he, he went to bed. Oh, he's sleeping in? Oh, yeah. It's funny that sleeping you say that because, you know, <laughs> while I was pulling together the clips for this episode, I had it on my speakers down here. And I heard my my son Ben just going crazy because he heard the uh, you know some of the, the themes that he knows really well, and he's like, "Dad's uh. downstairs playing video games. I gotta go play. Come on, come on, mom." Speaking oh. of clips, Jay, you got that you got that stinger for me. <laughs> there it is. Nice. That's a classic, so that's, baby. Yeah, man. That's our that's our cue for video game time. So look, I wanted to start with some classics. Okay. Okay. This one I actually used to play with my band in high school. We loved it so much. Everybody knows this one. It's everyone's favorite. The Super Mario Brothers theme song. I was singing it this Check morning. it out. So good. It's kind of doing like a... It's, it's sort of doing like a... Uh, it's on the one. One, two, three, four. One, yep. two, three, four. <laughs> you know? It's a little... Uh, uh, Sunshine of your love. Uh-huh. <laughs> they were going okay. for Ginger Baker. That's exactly what they were yeah. trying to tap That's into. That's an iconic theme, not just because of the popularity of the video game, I, I think. I mean, there's certainly have been plenty of games that weren't popular at all that still had incredible soundtracks. But that's one of the earliest examples of like iconic music with iconic game. You know, mm-hmm. you yeah, can't. Th- and again, that was the song that my son, Ben, you know, who's two and a two and a half years old, knows by heart. You know, sure. nice. That means stomping Goombas. <laughs> yep. Yes. Exactly. So as I was pulling together some clips, I was like, well, we can't leave out another classic. Uh-huh. Mm. That that this game was so popular, my my mom even played this one. Okay. okay. <laughs> my, she not really not really much of a gamer, you know. She catch my drift. Sure. Um, but she loved herself some Tetris. Uh. so klezmer yeah like i'm at a bar mitzvah you know i was gonna say there's a long form piece on medium that i'm gonna find 
about the amount of hacking that these guys would have to do to get these tones out of this tiny little chipset that only yeah. had like seven tones to work with. But like the amount of it's crazy. It's 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 the the amazing thing that that piece in particular shows is is the lack of what are called voices, essentially mm-hmm. channel individual channels that can be played simultaneously. Right. So you have your tones that are doing that part. Um, and then you got your bass tones and you got maybe like a snare drum tone, like a square wave thing. Those are all individual channels. But I think on the Nintendo and I, I am probably wrong on that. And please correct us on this because it's fascinating to us. And I, I'm just as a non technical mm-hmm. person. Yeah, teach us. I think I think there was four channels, four channels, like four, tracks. four tracks, four tracks. You can think of it as four tracks. Right. And what's so clever about what they do is you can hear they'll substitute like the bass will come in and out. Mm-hmm. of the section so it'll be like boom 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 and then another instrument will take it over da, 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 da. you know and then mm. the bass will come back in and because it'll be substituted because they'll reach a point in the music where they just r- literally run out of voices or tracks that they can you use. can't fit any more sounds in there yeah, yeah. isn't that That's wild though that like the uh the beatles you know like they they sort of <laughs> they were limited to using a four track when they did sergeant peppers and then That's we right. made all this progress and then it's like all right guys now go write this music for this video game it's like right back to like 20 years before yeah, totally <laughs> yep it's a yep. pretty good analog yeah absolutely, absolutely. all right let's keep moving because we got a bunch of clips here Right. This game, this game. Whoa. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This next clip is from a game that honestly I think made me a man. Um, <laughs> actually, let's let's play let's play it and see if Nick has any guesses. Nick doesn't Nick hasn't seen these clips. Jay oh, did excellent. because I had to send yeah. him a list. But we'll just we'll just it, it, listen, you can't lose here, man. It, we'll just nope. give us your best guess and uh, and then I'll tell you what it is. There's no quiz or score let's or anything. Do it. Pumped up. How about that bass line, man? It's like Tower of Power. Over there. <laughs> this wasn't Contra, was it? It is yes, Contra. Good job. Right. Play, the, play, the, play the stinger. Play the stinger. Yes. Good job. All right. That's I know well that's done, the that's the sound of Pac-Man dying, but you didn't. Die. You actually like, you know, you didn't. Die <laughs> you leveled you up. You did, yeah, you leveled <laughs> up. <laughs> but yeah, we need a, we need another stinger for next time. That's okay. We need uh, a happy stinger. So next bit. Actually, it's funny. We should call it. We should call this bit eight bit. There you go. It's a bit. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, close. All right. Go. Yeah, there we go. Now we're now we're getting somewhere. Come on, you know this one, Grant or uh, Nick. I know. Of course, it's Zelda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, I thought this one should come up. Absolutely. Because you know what? Man, the sense of adventure. You know, you hear this, you just like want to go oh out. Oh my just... gosh, dude. I So epic. I wanted, <laughs> my second grade, I wanted to be a filmmaker and I had cast my class as like the roles. It was really just this one girl. I wanted to play Zelda so I could play Link. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, my man. man. That was a jam. That was my yeah, jam. That's awesome, dude. Did yeah, you know I that had... you're a legend? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember playing in my back backyard back in Waynesboro in my old house and just having this backpack with like this Zelda map I tore out of like a Nintendo Power magazine. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, just like climbing over the swing set, pretending I was it, dude. Yeah. You can't beat that that soundtrack. Good dude. times. I think I got, we got more... for cut, cutting up my brother's art project to try to make a Triforce. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. My mom was not happy about that. No. Nope. Mm. 
<laughs> until until you expl- until you explained it to her, and she was like, "Oh, that makes sense." Oh, oh I get for it. oh for the the video uh, game. That's all you had to say, sounds, Nick. Okay, this is the movie you've been talking about making. All right, good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, more clips to come. Here we go. Next up, we've got another. This one for one's you one guess. of my favorites, man. Absolutely. One, two, three, four. Oh, man, I love the expression. <laughs> is this is this a Metroid one? I don't know. No, Metroid no, or, or, is no, actually no, 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 no. Is it Mega Man? Oh, That's coming guess. up later. Damn, good, guess, good, good guess. Good guess. It's a, it's good a little guess. more. Um, how do I put it? You gotta sing, you gotta Sinister? get your fangs in there. You know. Okay. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Is it the, it's is it's Castle, the Castlevania? Castlevania. Thank Castlevania you. Castlevania <laughs> too. Simon's Quest. Baby. Yeah. 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 Good. Man, it was rocking the, yeah, a lot right, harder Greg. than I thought. Those swells in there. Yeah. 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 yeah the yeah, swells yeah, kill me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love that stuff. That's awesome. Oh man. Okay. So actually, so here we here we are now, uh-huh. moving into the next era of gaming. Okay. Next okay. Gen? Next year, those last we going, five, we're going 16-bit. We're up to we're up to the 16-bit. Excellent. We can, are I, can now you tell entering... me the platform that we're going to? Are we on SNES or are we moving to Sega? Let's, let, let's leave we... that. Let's leave that vague. To just to, let's see. Let's see how I'm, we do. I'm, okay, I'm not going to get these. All right, this is going to be awesome. No, no, no I'm going down. Oh, this is Sega. Yeah, it is. Is this Sonic? Yes. Okay. Winner. Play the stinger. <laughs> I don't know how that's the winner. <laughs> well, the tone is so dramatically different from the Super Nintendo. They're both 16-bit platforms, mm-hmm. but like the audio chip they're using is so different. And the Sega, like this is not something I would have noticed as a kid, but I mean, maybe you do like internalize it, but that's so Sega Genesis sounding. Mm-hmm. That it is. They, there's not a Super Nintendo that could reproduce that, that music. Mm-hmm. I think it made you think it was a better quality too. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely sounds really crisp. Here's one that's uh that maybe you could see Zappa doing. Okay. Oh yes. Now Nick, I don't think you'll get this one. It's a little more of an obscure. But it's a classic soundtrack. Now leave it going for a minute because the sex next section is, is really badass. Oh. Is this like Earthworm Jim or something like that? I have no idea. That's pretty cool. Oh, man. It's like P-Funk. Yeah. P-Funk will knock you out. <laughs> P-Funk will knock you out. I mean, if, if P-Funk went on tour and they were like, we're only going to play music from this video game, which is, by the way, <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl 2, Toe Panic Jam on Funkatron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Panic on Funkatron. <laughs> Panic on Funkatron. The, 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 the cover of the game is like Toe Jam and Earl, which are like these weird little aliens like running with their hands up. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> Funkatron. They even picked I a musical genre for the game. That's awesome. Yeah, they, they really had a good thing going on, man. It's amazing. You realize like funk was m- mainstream like at that point. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. and not, you know, it, it obviously... It's been around. It had been around for many years, but it was still cool, you know. And mm-hmm. that game kind of solidified it for me when I saw that come out. I was like, "Oh, it's not just like some music that I listen to with my friends. It's actually like something that's around us all the time, everywhere." Absolutely. Right. You know? Okay, we since we're running out of time for this segment, we're just going to move up to the PlayStation era. 
Ah, yeah. And uh, this game for PlayStation came out and sort of took the epic nature of games to a whole new level. I mean, so arguably, you know, would would set set the tone for a lot more stuff to come. Um, this is one of the many beautiful pieces of music that came out of it. And pop it in and let's give it a listen. PlayStation? I, uh, oof, I don't know a lot of places. Is this like Final F. Fantasy? Yes. Oh, this is it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But yes. I love those arpeggios, man. It's beautiful. It's those arpeggios beautiful. are huge. It's it's definitely a it's a part of the franchise, but you hear the quality. You, we, you know, yeah. we started with the eight bit. You know, we're sort yeah. of going chronologically and giving getting an idea of. Uh, yeah, what what's possible? Let's do one more clip. This game is a little more modern. It's uh, I guess it was on a few systems, but mostly I, I played it on my computer. Yeah. It's pretty rad. Check it out. sort of like these kind of ambient vibes yeah. this is from a game called portal yes which, oh okay yeah uh, which you're um, playing that, nick um I, ugh, no no oh, it's it's really but you know cool, what it reminds man. me of is is the ingress game that has you go around finding portals it actually you know that google game that they, they made out it's, it's on mobile and it's a you play like it actually maps real locations and you have oh, to walk around. Yeah, I do remember that. Two yeah. different teams and you just pick a team out of the gate and and usually there's like nearby portals that you have to go and hack. And yeah, it, it's the same. Yeah, I think they might have actually might have even licensed it from that original game because that's the exact music wow. they use. That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah, that I mean, that one didn't have any melody, you know, obviously it's more of sound design, but it's just right. like it gets it gets the vibe. The vibe of the game is cool and absolutely mysterious. You know, I love but it. I love it. That, and that's that game's key, really right? neat. Yeah, wow. it, it's neat because it, it really sort of defies the laws of physics while still like re- respecting them very much. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's the best way I can put it. So okay. listen, on that note, we're going to wrap it up, but I'd, I'd love to come back and play some more uh, video game themes, whether it's, you know, my picks or anybody else's picks. I kind of Absolutely. geek out on this stuff. I'm not the Man. biggest gamer anymore, but I used to I used to be way into it, you know, when I was growing up. And so I enjoyed that, picking these clips for you guys. That'd be a great opportunity if anybody's got any like game game music that they want to mm-hmm. hit us on uh, any of the social networks. or whatever. Yeah. If anybody wants to hit us up on either <laughs> Facebook or Instagram and let us know what uh, video game clips you'd like to hear on the next episode of 8-Bit. Well put, Greg. Well, very yes. well said. Awesome. So uh, I got one more clip for you guys, and I swear to God, I, well, I've worked out some of the parts for this. I'd like to make a, a video of uh, like a transcription video sort of of oh, playing goodness, this clip. Oh, my goodness, yes. Oh, uh, yes. This one, this one is... Uh, this one, <laughs> thank you. This is uh, one of my... For some reason, man, this one just 
stuck with me throughout all my childhood. And then, you know, in the YouTube era, I was like, oh, I'm going to look that one up. I forgot how it goes. And as soon as I heard it, I just like went back to being like a 10 year old playing this game. <laughs> this is actually, I'll tell you what this is. This is from me. This one is from Mega Man. It's from Mega Man 3. It's the okay. Magnet Man stage. Yes. And it's just my favorite. It's my favorite theme. It's my favorite music video game theme for some reason. So roll it. Beautiful. Awesome. Hope you like it. first uh, gave the idea for this topic over text i was like oh 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 can i make my own list greg and you're like no i'm just gonna make my own list this time I'm like, damn it. so that's next not what the, it, fake news <laughs> fake news next time I'm you just make saying, your list i, I got yeah. a whole list of, of of my own choices but these are great and a, and awesome. a really good sampling yeah it's just a, it, it's just the first first stab at it and uh yeah, totally. you know let's let, let's let's bust out some more uh, obscure stuff you know let's dig deep into the crate eight bit <laughs> definitely eight bit. yeah if you if you guys uh got anything you can hip us to that we haven't heard yet yeah but um speaking of obscure music that no one's heard of i thought i'd talk yeah. about taylor swift who who <laughs> <laughs> she's this, this obscure indie musician and um, hmm. quick, no, quick, actually, she hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Um, as a t- as a matter of fact. Yeah, as a matter of fact, yes. It, she's got a bit of a social media presence. Okay. Um, hmm. She's she. You know, the, the a couple of like thousand her. followers or something. A couple yeah, thousand followers, something like that. But right, uh, cool. she, no, she's great. I I really like Taylor Swift. I, I like her music. I really do. I mean, it's it's pop. Um, but she stays pretty true, and she's a she's a talented performer and. I, mm-hmm. I like her attitude. You know, I, I honestly like her attitude a lot. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. Do you just like her because Ryan Adams covered her album? That that has a lot to do with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. <All> right. <clears throat> Moving on. <laughs> actually, I was going to talk about Prince, but my wife hit hit me this story that's actually like breaking news. So this is the first piece of like breaking. You should check it out. News that we've had, you know, in like months. Right. So I thought, we, well, do we, we have a breaking push... news stinger? Uh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> breaking no. news. <laughs> Taylor, what you up to, Taylor? So, okay, Tay-tay. so I didn't know this about her, but apparently, uh, she's been in a uh, a, a bit of a, a scrum, a bit of a, a fiasco, a feud with uh, this guy named Scooter Braun. Scooter, hey, Scooter, oh, not a lot of love for Scooty. <laughs> Who yeah. apparently last year, with some with some hedge fund media conglomerate evil corporate empire bought the rights to all of her songs and her back catalog. So the way that Taylor presents it is that she's not getting much money or revenue from any of the streaming plays or any of the, the royalties from her music, kind of like a, um, a Beatles situation where, mm-hmm. you know, Michael Jackson bought the rights yep. to their stuff from Alan Klein. So that happened last year. And apparently since then she's been on this, uh, she's been on the war path because she did not approve the sale. She, from the way she says it, she didn't have anything to do with it and she it was out, out of her control. So she said she's going to fight it all, all the way. So the way that she's been doing it is she said that she wants to re-record all of her music. Now, she hasn't done that yet, 
but she's been doing some really kind of clever things to get her new and recent music out there without mm-hmm. paying this this scooter guy a penny. Tell you it ain't so. <laughs> so this, what happened this past weekend on Sunday, and you guys watched this show, Killing Eve? Every, I, I'm a little familiar with it. Every, I'm okay. a little familiar with it, actually. I never okay, actually, it's, on, it's, it's strange, yeah, but... I not I, I, I'm not myself, but it, it's on AMC, and apparently they have some cool kind of haunty, chilling music that plays at the end credits. Mm-hmm. And this week, uh, without any warning, they played a cover, quote unquote, of the Taylor Swift song "Look What You Made Me Do," and uh, it was kind of chilled out and very dark and, and and cool sounding. It was credited to the band Jack Leopards and the Dolphin Club. Oh, the Dolphin Club, yeah. Yeah. You're familiar with their work. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, that's surprising because it turns out they've only been around for a month. Yeah. All of their stuff was set up last month. month. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> their greatest hits is coming up, you know, in June. Good, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's no other releases credited to them at all. And additionally, there are some producers that are credited with making the track and one of them is this guy, quote unquote, Nils Schjoberg, S-J-O-B-E-R-G. Oh, Nils, Sounds yeah. suspicious. Nils. It does. It does. And that's because that's the same pseudonym that Taylor li- used whenever she co-wrote the song, This Is What You Came For, with Ooh. Calvin Harris. Ah, uh, Coincidence? I think. Swifties say nay. <laughs> so uh, apparently taylor swift is known for including some easter eggs for her fans and her fans mm-hmm. are very rabid about picking up on this stuff and they've kind of they've launched into it and they they are convinced that taylor put this band together and just created this out of whole cloth had her brother sing the vocals on it mm-hmm. i just think it's really really clever like it's it's just a really like cool this. thing for, like it. for i love it i That's love good. it it's so it's so vindictive. It's so vindictive. It's, yes, it's such <laughs> For, good you know, gossip. It is well, that perfect see... J passive aggression, right? <laughs> well, thank you, Nick. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well put. <laughs> um, what do you mean by that? I don't know. We'll see what but... the edit looks like afterwards. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> wait, wait. Did, did you just mean something by that, Jay? I don't know, Greg. Did I? Is there? Hmm. You uh, tell me. Maybe. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Bad. I'm not good at anyway, this. Anyway, I just scream expletives. She is uh, just she's doing a power play, you know, and and mm-hmm. I think she's gonna she's been winning a lot of these fights. You know, she had the renowned fight with Spotify um, about increasing yep. her streaming revenue, and she won that. And uh, you know, it just seems like anytime she's backed into a corner as of her own, you know, in her own mind, you know, she gets the Taylor Swift army out there too to back her up and it seems to be working so far. So yeah, I'm a, she, I'm a fan she, of anybody who's, who's willing to, to take that stand against the quote unquote man. She um, has definitely been vocal about this whole situation too. Not this particular, particular cover. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like a secret, but her hate for this guy is oh, pretty, yeah. uh, is pretty well documented and she's definitely trying to, you know, kind of recruit people on her side and say that, you know, like if we keep letting people like this hold the industry hostage, this yeah. is gonna like none of us are ever gonna own our masters. I mean, you know, really look at look at her. It's incredible that she doesn't own. You know, yeah. that this happened to her. Yeah, yeah, it's, it know? really is. It's ridiculous. She's she's, she's, had, she's a she's smart had, cookie. Yeah, and she's had yeah. probably like five 
of the smartest lawyers by her side since she was mm-hmm. like 13. Right. Of course. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? So like, how the hell did this happen? And that's the thing. Cause I mean, she's she, like, she's obviously fueled by anger. Like that's what, that's what drives her to like, take it to the next level. And, Mm-hmm. Why would you? I don't know. It's it seems crazy to. You know, she's got. She's just, got some. Just don't pick going a fight on. with Taylor. I, she does. She does. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. all right. Keeps things interesting. That's okay. Yeah, it sure does, man. You know. But yeah, dude, she's a, she is a smart cookie. I I, I thoroughly enjoy it as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Excellent. So cool. That's all I got. So what are we listening to, Jay? Well, so my original topic for this, uh, going back a couple of weeks, was Prince. Uh, they uh, his mm-hmm. estate. <clears throat> has done a really good job of kind of filling in the gaps of the social media void that uh, that Prince <laughs> left because he was not a big fan of, you know, no. distributing his music on any kind of Internet platform. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But they've been doing these really kind of cool uh, benefit shows is what they're being kind of marketed as. But they're limited run YouTube shows and somehow they're monetizing these things so that benefits go back in this case to, to COVID-19 relief which i just think is a really cool idea i'm not sure how they're making any money on it but hey you know that's not my problem what the uh, be all end all for us is is that we get to watch a incredibly high quality prince and the revolution show from 1985 where the audio is just off the charts which just hasn't been i mean i had an old vhs tape that i got from a goodwill of like the sign of the times concert and that was pretty good but the audio was terrible and it was a VHS and it was by the time I got it, it was, you know, it was degraded and I didn't really have a VHS player. But this is off the charts good. And I got a recommendation to watch this from a um, I believe it was a New York Times article. I, I watched it one night and you just reminded that this guy was just the best performer on the planet at the time. I mean, no hold, like no doubt. I, I challenge anybody to actually wa- give this a good watch and say that he that he wasn't. You know, show me a better performer at the time. I mean, we're talking about like the level that we're talking about is not he's not past his his prime. He's not at the beginning of his career coming up. This is Prince at its height. This is like Michael Jordan in 1992. This is like the Rolling Stones in 1972. This is like. Tiger Woods in 1990, like the best that you're going to see. And to me, like it, it, the concert just blew my mind. His guitar playing, his performing, his singing, the band is just so ahead of their time. You know, it's multicultural, multiracial. It, it's just, and they're just so effing good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Do you guys get a chance to check it out? I don't know. I haven't yet because <sighs> I want to watch the whole thing. You know? He's no yeah, sleepy yeah. beef, but I, I did enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> well put, well put. So thanks to Taylor Swift uh, taking up my my time this week. I thought I would just mm-hmm. uh, use use Prince as my outro music, but I, I thought I would play the intro of it, of the show. And this is uh, right around the time when the album Purple Rain came out. And he plays the intro of uh, Let's Go Crazy with the whole organ mm-hmm. intro and Dearly Beloved and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's right pretty on, great. Man. So, um, should we sign off before we get we get down on this jam? Yeah, uh, Greg, tell us tell us where the people can find us online. <laughs> Go to Instagram.com slash you should check it out. Facebook.com slash you should check it out. Twitter.com slash you should check. They assigned that one t- to us for some reason. Anyway, the point is uh, we're out there. We're out there. And uh, listen oh, and, to our friends. And yes. lest we forget, Greg, uh, the Resilient Band. Our yes. friends that we had on uh, that you're associated with, we had them on 
for an interview a couple of weeks ago. A great uh, interview. Tell us what's yeah. going on in, in their world these days. Well, um, we actually decided to do a uh, sort of a quarantine music video, and and it ended up being a perfect uh, tribute to um, Fallen Soldiers on Memorial Day, and mm-hmm. just so happened to be right when we released it. So we put that out this last Monday in remembrance and. Uh, you know, we, it's a it's a, something that we're pretty proud of. So if you want to look up theresilientband.com, you'll find uh, our website. And also we're on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You'll see the video there. Check it out, man. It's uh, great stuff. Yeah, thank you. And um, it really sounds great. It was an awesome yeah, video. Well, uh, and some more tunes uh, coming up right behind that. So, um, yeah, just keep an eye out. And, um, you know, hopefully once all this blows over, we'll get back on the road. Might not be till 2021, but we'll be ready whenever it is. And, uh, you know, but in the meantime, Jay, you, let's go crazy. Hello, Syracuse and the world. My name is Prince. And I've come to play with you. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. I let you word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. A world that never ending happens. You can always see the sun, day or night. So when you call it that shrinking family here, do you know the one? That baby's gonna be all right.